Uni 101, Rediscovering the Campus. Hi, hello everyone. Today we are joining Parker, who is working at a residence desk. So, hi Parker. Hello, hello, how are you? Uh, my name is Parker Ducharme. My pronouns are he, him. I'm a fifth year student in the program Creative Industries at the Creative School, and I work at the residence front desk. I'm a residence service desk lead. Uh, started this position in August of 2021. Um, and yeah, that's kind of just a little bit about me. <laughs> oh, I see. That's great. Well, I know working at the residence is like dream for all the first year students. <laughs> How did you get this highly desirable job? Um, I guess like my journey with residence kind of started when I was in first year myself. I lived mm -hmm. in residence. I lived in Pittman Hall when I was in first year. Me too. And Oh, did you? Oh, woo. Yeah. Go Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I was in first year, I joined residence council as my floor president. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of part of residence council and worked with the team to do events, stuff like that. And then when the opportunity kind of arose in first year for me to run for an executive position as a staff member, I kind of jumped on that because I knew that I wanted to be involved on campus and knew I wanted to be involved in residence. So I decided that I would have kind of run a campaign and then ended up being elected as the vice president of events. Oh. Um, uh, and that's what I was when I was in second year. And then fast forwarding when I was in my third year, I was president of residence council. And then I was also again in my fourth year president of residence council. And that's when I worked at the desk for the first time as a resident service desk agent. And then, yeah, it brings it up to this year, my fifth year of studies of my undergrad, where I'm now a resident service desk lead. Oh my gosh, that's a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely been around the block a couple times. It's, yeah, it's quite wild to like think about it and look back on it. And yeah, just like think about how grateful I am for the experiences that it's given me. I'm really, really grateful for it. Aw, that's great. If you work at the resident service desk, can you explain what your day-to-day -day life is like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That... Um, I guess like, my job can be broken into a few categories. Uh, first one is doing access control. So we at the front desk control who comes into residence to make sure that those coming into residence are only people who live in that residence or somebody who is assigned in guest accompanied by a resident who lives there. Mm -hmm. And then another part of our jobs is doing mail. So when mail arrives at the desk, we send it in, sending mail out to students as well. And then I would say the third part of our job is kind of doing community engagement, um, uh, answering questions, talking with students, being a first point of contact for students. If they have any questions or concerns, they can always come to the front desk of the building um, uh, and figure out where they can go from there. And we can direct them towards resources to be able to best solve whatever problem or issue that they're having. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a long <laughs> list again. <laughs> so do you just work at Pittman or do you rotate Pittman, Elk, DCC? Yeah, that I actually work at all three residence buildings. I have at least one shift in each building. Throughout the week, I kind of just like go through all the buildings, have a shift at each of them. So I just assumed that you wouldn't have changed a lot after moving to virtual. But if there is a change, what would it be? 
Not too much changed in the move to virtual just because with residents we have been in person since we're in essential service that the entire time from the start of COVID until now, residence has been open the entire time, a 24-7 operation, 365 days a year. I think that the biggest changes though is that we have plexiglass barriers now that are up at all the desks to ensure that everyone's being safe as well. Um, and then also just have like more enhanced cleaning protocols and stuff like that at the desk, things like that. Uh, but yeah, not too much has changed though. That is understandable. This is a side note, but I had to quarantine after coming back from my home country, which is Korea. And then I couldn't find anywhere to quarantine, right? But the housing office, they actually gave me a place to stay and that was really nice experience. So if anyone has any questions about li your living situation where you have to like take shelter, you can always reach out to housing office. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, always here to help. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can upper year students can get help through your program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I guess a couple of ways that upper year students can kind of get support through the department is with the off-campus housing office. So the off-campus housing office is to be able to help um, uh, students finding apartments that aren't actually residents, um, uh, but finding apartments within the city. Off-campus housing office can help you finding an apartment, can help you with like what a process is for applying to a place to rent, working with landlords, all kind of stuff like that to just kind of help students through that process. That's a really good service. And then also within the housing department, we also, the kind of broader department is housing and community care. So within that community care department, a resource that upper year students can also go to, of course, is Consent Comes First on campus. So with Consent Comes First, you can go there if you need to receive support for sexual or gender-based violence mm -hmm. or trying to support somebody else and need support from another person, from a professional and supporting a friend, family member. Um, so they're also a really great resource that upper year students can utilize as well. I highly encourage folks to get any support that they need from Consent Comes First as well. And those services you can still use even if you're not in residence anymore. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That any student on any student on campus can access those. That is amazing. Great. So moving on to your personal preference when it comes to Toronto neighborhood, just for funsies. What do you consider when you are looking for your apartment? Is there something non-negotiable? Um, I think what am I non <laughs> this sounds so bottom of the barrel, but you know, <laughs> Toronto living. But I wanted to have a door and a window. <laughs> that, <laughs> that those are my two kind of like non-negotiables. Um uh, which sounds so silly and it's so sad that that is a bare minimum. In terms of neighborhood, I was pretty open to finding my apartment that I live in now with my roommates. I didn't want it to be too far from campus just because a lot of my life still rotates around campus as a student. I work here, go to school here, study here, all that kind of stuff, go to the gym here. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't have more than like a 25-ish minute commute. So my commute only takes about 20 minutes. I live near King and Spadina now. So it's not too, too far of a, a way to go, which is good. <laughs> I assume that's your favorite Toronto neighborhood? I don't know if it's my favorite one, but it definitely is nice to be kind of just like really central to downtown, lots of hustle and bustle. Mm. Um, Toronto neighborhoods I like to visit is that I really like the Riverdale area, like along Riverdale Park East, along Broadview. Mm. I love like Riverside, that kind of area on the east side of Toronto. And then of course love the West End as well, kind of near Queen and Dufferin as well, that I have friends that lived over there for a long time. So I just have a really soft spot in my heart for, <laughs> um, uh, for that area of the city as well, since I've spent so much time there. That's true. 
And going back to your comment、mm-hmm. about window and a door, for those、yeah. of you don't know that you haven't moved to Toronto just yet or don't have enough knowledge about housing situation in Toronto, it is brutal out here, you know. <laughs> and、um, some houses they don't have a door and they only have sliding doors, and a lot of them are like converted from dens, which means they don't have、uh, windows. So. If you're a student and then you're on tight budget, you do definitely get to consider this kind of places. But just make sure that everything's working fine, and you're getting enough sunlight from the shared space and stuff.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a really hard situation in Toronto with the housing crisis. Yeah.、Um, uh, yeah, definitely take political action. Talk to your MPs, your MPPs, your councillors、um, uh, to fight for fair and cheap housing because yeah, we all deserve to have a roof over our heads. We all deserve comfort. What kind of perks do you get from your job? Yeah, that I think that some、um, uh, perks that I get is that especially during COVID when there's lots of lockdowns and stuff like that happening, having to stay at home, having this essential job almost allowed me to get out of the house, which is kind of nice. <laughs> that it allowed me to have interactions with people. It allowed me to still interact with students, interact with my coworkers, even if it was through plexiglass or from a distance. So just that community within the job is something that. I am really grateful for that. A lot of my coworkers that I have are my friends as well. So the 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 community that's built in residence、um, as an employee as well as a student staff member is definitely something that is a is a perk of the job、um, that I definitely definitely really appreciate. Wow, so heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you want to tell your first year self now you're here where you are right now? Hmm. Um. I think that I would tell my. I was actually just thinking about this the other day, actually.、Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> that I think that I would tell my first year self that when things don't go your way, it's okay because it's going to lead you to something even better.、Mm. That all of like the rejections that I faced when I was in first year, things that maybe didn't go my way, jobs that I applied for that I didn't get, internships I applied for that I didn't get. All of those led me to where I am now, regardless. Because if I would have gotten them, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I think that definitely, even though things maybe are looking down for you sometimes, it's always going to turn upwards, and it's always going to lead you to really cool opportunities、um, uh, for really fun things and worthwhile things to do in life. That is that just hit me personally so much, <laughs> and I am sure our listeners would appreciate that as well. So. Words of encouragement for people who are hesitant to reach out to your department. I guess words of encouragement that I would give is we're always open to like talk to anyone. We're a super friendly department. We're very student facing. Come by and visit us. You can come to any of the residence buildings, either Pittman Hall, the Daphne Cockwell Complex, or the International Living Learning Center. Come b- drop by the front desk if you have any questions. Even if you're not a resident student, um, you can still come by the desk and ask any questions. We're always willing to help anybody, even if you're um、uh, not a resident student. Also, the housing office is still open for walk-ins as well. Office hours are at the current moment when we're recording this, which is in November of twenty twenty-one. Hours are Monday to Friday, ten a.m. to three p.m. You can always come and drop in if you have any questions or have any concerns, and then also just reaching out by phone and email as well. I'm、um, uh, to the housing department, housing at Ryerson.ca is always a great way to get a hold of us. <laughs> All right, thank you for coming to today's interview, Parker. It was such a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Hee Jin Kim. 
Graphic design is by Damira Rachmitova. Thank you to Mir Govindasamy, Sarah Wong, and Kristen Walcott-Das, as well as the Student Life and Learning Support Team for guiding the project. Special thanks to our interviewee, Parker Ducharme, and the Housing and Residence Life Team.